Hello, everyone. How are you? This is Helena Steiner-Holstein talking to you from from a world of, I think, of, of insecurity and uncertainty. So um, uh, I am. My show is called Our Wondrous World. And why I'm li- looking here, you know, I'm a little hesitant because somehow I uh, my I'm not connecting properly to, to, although I called in, I did everything that should be done. So um, I don't know what is happening. I would just keep on talking because I don't see me. Let me try yet another way. So hang on. So um, this is a crazy world today, isn't it? And I'm talking here out of, you know, I call it house arrest, but of course it isn't. It's just that we are all in uh, in quarantine, everyone in America, I would say. And we have closed down everything that can be closed down. And uh, we have uh, food at home. We can go to the store and buy food, of course. And then we're supposed to be right going back home. We cannot do anything that is not essential. Uh, except for you know doing our stores, our shorts, and 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 go to the you know maybe to see some sick relative or something like this. Maybe we cannot even do that, but we are not supposed to be in any kind of group. And if you're a family of five, you're not supposed to go out all together in a group. When if you do a walk, luckily it's regarded as essential to go for a walk. So we are here in this world of confusion, this world of, well, what can I call it, a world of of difficulties right now. And I have a title which I made up for, you know, many weeks ago, and uh, it was for other times. But now times have changed, and someone said, you know, you have a title, what's in it for me? That sounds so selfish. It doesn't fit in for today. Well, what can I say? We need not be selfish to look out for ourselves. And I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the golden rule. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. So if you go out there and you feel good about yourself and you want to help others in a way so it also benefits you, of course you can do that. So um, it's not like many say, oh, what's in it for me? It does not mean that you are a narcissist and that you're thinking about yourself first and what you can get out of it. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about this natural instinct. It's a natural thing for us to see some sort of value in everything we do. It's tied to your choices, to your success, actually. And as you know, everything in life is about choices. This is how we move forward. So you have to look out for yourself. You go to school, you have to do your homework. You look out for yourself. You go back home. No one is home as a child. You're 
what you call a key, a latch key, child, and you open the door and you have to prepare some food for yourself. Yes, you look out for yourself. It's not a bad idea. It is actually quite healthy to have that attitude and to have that feeling that you can look out for yourself. That's what we want to our kids. We want them to look out for themselves. So then there is that other, look out for yourself. And I have to think about a story, and that was about someone called Margaret. She was not a friend of mine. She was someone I knew, like we all know, people. And uh, she kind of was belonging to various groups where I also belonged, and we kind of said hello and maybe had a few words, but that was all. We were not more of any more friends than that. She was married. I, didn't, I don't think she had any children, at least not living at home. And she decided she needed to think about her future in case, in case her husband, who supported her, would leave her or pass on or something like this. So she wanted this as a security. So she went to classes to learn how to design web pages, home sites. And she did that. She fulfilled her course. I don't know if it was at a particular or if it was just a private course somewhere. In the end, her teacher said to the group, what you now have to do, you have to make a portfolio. The easiest way for you to do that is to ask people you know if you can design a page for them. You can just create a site for them. And then, of course, you're... Ask them if you could just put your name at the bottom so it's there. But that's all. It's their site. You do it for them. You give it to them. And everyone thought that was a good idea, and she probably was thinking, who should I pick? Or maybe she didn't have any friends. But suddenly she came to me and asked me if she could design a website for me. And I said, well, you know, do you know what you're doing or something like this? And so, oh, yes, I give it to you. I just want to do this to collect, you know, to create the portfolio for me. And I said, oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. And I got excited. I said, okay, you can start anytime. Do it now. Because uh, I had had a website called Faith Healing that had been extremely successful. And uh, it was, you know, Someone hacked it and it disappeared, so I needed a new one. So uh, she, you know, pulled back and she was probably, you know, thinking about it and making a few efforts at home. And then she called up and said, what's in this for me? Why should I design a website for you for no money and you are making money out of that website? And I said, wow, wow, you know. I don't know. I never asked you. You offered it to me. Oh, why should I do that? You're making money. I make no money. And I take, I, just, I sit to make the effort. Evidently, she was sitting at home. She had all the material for me, from me. But evidently, she felt, oh, this is worth so much more. Oh, I'm spending hours on this. I need to get paid. 
And that was a big, big mistake from her side. I wasn't sure she was going to make I offered that to her, and eventually I'll probably switch it for another web page, but I offered it at the time, and she would have it. So what, what did she do wrong? She was very much what's in it for me. She just thought of the baseline, I'm doing this for you, you're doing nothing for me. Instead of building up a future for herself, and this is something, if you want to succeed, you have to give. You have to give, 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 because it is in the giving that you receive. It is in the giving that you receive. And in all this also, it starts basically with love yourself. And I don't know how we got further into the conversation. I think, yeah, and she started to talk about, you know, something and something and how unhappy she was. I don't remember what it was. And somewhere along the line, and we talked like civilized people, at least I felt I did. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's very important that you love yourself. And she exploded when I said that. Oh, no, that's so selfish. That's so bad. You cannot love yourself. That's a horrible thing to do. And I said again, no, you have to love yourself. And what is it you love when you love yourself? You love you, but you love that light that you are, that shiny light within you. And right now I kind of looked at, you know, I had a, cartoon here, put it in front of me, and uh, it says here, everything and everyone is a package of many feelings and ideas, wishes and dreams from all kinds of places. Do you hear that? Everything and everyone is a package of many feelings and ideas and wishes and dreams, in the end, you will find that your source is only one. Even if you have all those ideas and everything from everywhere else, there is only one source of inspiration, and that lives within you. And then I continue here with this cartoon. Within you, there is a place that knows all. This is your inner light, the God flame within you, your higher potential, and your very best friend. Yes, your very best friend. You are so much a shiny light all the time. All you have to do is to remember it and use that possibility about you. And as you love yourself, that's number one. And number two, you love to give. Because this is a sign of someone who is comfortable with himself or herself. People who are comfortable with themselves love to give. They love to give. So this is the thing, to be in touch with yourself. 
and to find out what makes you happy. And I know one thing that makes me very happy is to give. And I give and give. I work and I get rewarded for it. People are happy and they pay me, of course. (laughs) You know, but I love doing that. This is the thing that I really love, love doing that. So uh, what else is about, you know, moving forward and look out for you, what's in it for me? And we're looking at the positive way. It's a natural thing to look out for you. Everyone does it. Look out at nature. You have the bees flying around. Each one of them is collecting honey. You know, everyone is doing my thing, you know, their thing. So in all this, you have to be reasonable. You know, like a bee is reasonable. It goes to a flower that has, uh, has uh, you know, uh, something to offer, you know, like honey. It doesn't go to a plastic flower. I noticed that. I tested that. So there is a reason with everything we do. And when you give, give to someone who actually needs it. Don't give something to people who are not appreciative. But people who are appreciative, a big thank you from them is worth a lot. And then I believe that when you give, you give to the universe. And the universe is going to reward you. I notice that it's not always that you're rewarded by the people you help so much. But somehow the universe is rewarding you. And I think that is wonderful. So be reasonable. And in this, what's in it for me, because you're setting goals there. And that's what I mean, be reasonable. Now, another thing which is very much uh, on the list for how to move forward, you know, in how to, what's in it for me, and to make success of you, is to listen. Listen, listen, listen. And I'm not just listening to words, but to listen in, in an intuitive way, listening to feelings. We can all do that. Some people are more intuitive in their listening. They hear the words, but they, they experience the feelings somehow in, the, in their souls. I've had trouble with this because... I hear the words, but I hear people are not meaning what they're saying. If they say, oh, you look so good today. No, they don't think so at all. They just say so. And I feel that. And that doesn't, you know, make me happy at all. On the contrary. But on the other side, if they say, oh, you look terrible today, that's not good either. So what they should do in those situations or when someone doesn't look have some kind of empathy for them. Ask them, how are you doing? How is life for you today? Show some kind of feeling, some kind of some kind of truth about you. And, you know, people who are uh, not uh, giving from their heart, but they are, for instance, narcissists, 
they are so full of jealousy. They are total lack of empathy and love. And we have those narcissists who are kind of ruining the market because they always feel what's in it for me, but they're greedy. They, they push everyone to the side, and they want only to have the benefits for them. And they are jealous of all the others who are succeeding. I'm not talking about those people. Not at all. So, again, when you give, like with Margaret now, this lady, who wanted to give me something, but then she pulled back from it because she felt it was not worth it. And actually, she never went into business. I heard that afterwards. She never got going on it. Well, she couldn't find anyone that uh, she could do a site for. I accepted it, but she just complained about it. It was too much work. So anyway, when you give, expect the rewards are not always immediate. You have to invest, and I'm not necessarily talking about money. And I talked, you know, to a guy the other day, and I said, well, go slow, you have to invest your time. He said, oh, I know that. You know, I spent so much time and money on her already, and we're not getting anywhere. So maybe she's not the right one for you then. So just move on. So when you want to give, just keep on giving. But, of course, when you give to an empty shell and it never seems to to kind of pile up in it, then move on. Because, number six here, consequences. There are consequences for everyone. And the consequence is look at things from two sides. We forget that a lot of the time. We have to look at consequences. How will he react? How will people react to certain things? How will they make out? How will things work out for us? Yes. I'm going to go in here again and see if my show is actually recording this time. So, and I'm going to, so just hang on that, you know. I just want to make sure this is working for me. Oh, yeah, it is actually working. I see the computer screen was not doing the right thing for me, so I had to go to another computer screen, and now I see everything is in order. I'm so glad you're hanging in there for this. I feel much better now. So now... I know I'm not talking to an empty audience, although this is recorded and it goes to the archives and most people are listening to me there. Anyway, we talked about consequences. Whatever you do, when you move forward and do that, you know, what's in it for me, what can I create out of this? There are consequences. So you have to look at it both sides. So if you do this, how are others going to react to this? If you are the type to say, I don't care, this is for me. Please, that is not what I'm talking about. You are not on my list. What I'm talking about is 
that we are all in it together, whatever it is. And I say this, when you do something, it has to be good for you and for everyone. Let's, let's say you set up a shop. You're selling products. It's good for you to, you know, here you have an occupation and evidently you had the money to invest. Now you're going to sell. And you're selling products that people like and need. And you have a good, everyone will enjoy them. So that is important, that whatever you do is good for everyone. It cannot only be one-sided. And this is what we have seen in this world today that really, really bothers me, that it seems that one side at a time is the one side that decides this is good for us. Screw all the others. Excuse my language, but it came from my heart. You know, forget that the others are there. Yes, they have their needs, but we want to have the power. And that is a very dangerous world when we live in that kind of world. And we see this now. You have people who are so few in the world, and they have all the good fortunes, so to speak. And all the others, the majority of this population of the world, the majority is struggling. And they have, you know, children and purposes and intelligence, and they have everything as well. They just have a really difficult time because their society was not built to benefit them at all. Don't think I'm a socialist. I'm not. No. No. Although I believe some of that we have to have in our lives. I think it's very good for us. But that is not where I'm coming from, even if I'm Swedish, you know. (laughs) And I have to laugh at that, too, because I see it it brings with it so many good things, that there are so many valuable people out there who simply cannot afford. And to see when people are dying because they cannot afford treatment for something, it really, really, really bothers me. I cry when I see that, when I hear that. And I say, we must have more of a balance in our world. So whatever we do, I feel it should be good for everyone. You sell a good product, it should be a good product. It should be beneficial for you and for everyone else. This is how this society is meant to work. It's not going to be like loop-sided, that one side is more in control than the other. We should be in this together like we are seeing right now And what I'm seeing right now here in America, and I'm sure it's the same in other countries, but the Americans are extraordinary people that way. They are so much into charities. They're so much into helping selflessly, selflessly, all over. And they have all these charities. This was why I started all my charities once upon a time, just to do good with those charities, and we see that now with the virus, the coronavirus, how people go out to their comfort zone to help others. They're actually risking their lives 
to help serve their community, their country, you know, their state. They do so much for others, and they work day and night for very little money also, and they still do it. They have their own families, but they still do it. And this is what I admire about these days now, how everyone seems to be helping out. And I heard a restaurant owner who owns a chain of restaurants, and very, very successful ones. He had several hundred employees working for them, and they were used to getting tips, and they were used to getting their salaries, mostly tips, of course, and good tips. They had good they could pay their bills with this. Now, when they had to close the restaurants, because this is what we have to do here in this state or in this country, they were out of income. And he just announced that, I have made so much money myself from this restaurant. I'm going to keep on paying them, including their tips, during this difficult time. And I mean, when people do that, and I wonder what about the super rich one, and I talk about super, super rich ones, are they doing that too? Well, I wish and hope that maybe the time is that we have to help each other more and more, because what do you do when you have children? Even if you think about yourself, oh, that's not in it for me, yes. Because when you give out of your heart, you really mean that. Give. And I see all those people helping out there also. It's so wonderful. So it's a matter of choice to move forward. Now in all this also, focus on the essential. What is the essential again? Well, to look at the consequences. What's in it for me and what's in it for everyone of the good? What are the benefits? So, eight, nine, the benefits. Look at the benefits, and that should be for everyone. It is feel good. I feel good. You know, and the next thing is the profits. You need profits. Who works without profits? You need profits. There is nothing for free here. There is no free lunch. And I remember when I started to do what I'm doing. Mind you, I'm well-educated. I have academic degrees. I should be out being an intellectual out there. I had planned on that somewhat. But... God wanted me to do a different thing, and that was what I'm doing now, which, of course, I did eventually, but it was like God had to pull me in by my hair, just say, here you are, do this now. I was really forced to doing this, you know, to be a, a psychic healer, as they call me. And I started to do it, and I felt so good. I loved it. And in the beginning, I did this for free. Well, I looked at it. What was in it for me was I got training. I got experience. 
So in the beginning, I did it for free and for free and for free. In the end, I realized this is not the way to go because people who came to me for help, they didn't make the commitment to get well. You make the commitment when you pay. It has to be somewhat of an effort on everyone's side when you come for a healing session. If you don't pay, and I noticed that once, and I sat with a woman for two hours and felt, oh, now we are getting somewhere. Wow, this is really good. And then she stood up, and she had taken that time and effort over two hours with me, and she said, oh, yeah, I feel so good now. I'm going to invite my friends for lunch because, you know, uh, she felt good. And I felt, no. This is God's power. She should share it with us instead of some people. So then I decided, no, I have to start to charge. And I start small because healers always did. And I, then I had that little voice telling me, no, this is worth much more. I am better than that. And it was a little voice saying that to me, that godly voice within me. And once you are communicating with that higher power within you, that shiny light within you that talks to you, you have a different relationship with this feeling, what's in it for me, what's in it for me. Yes, I am so much into being a shiny light. You feel it. And you know it. And this is what it means to live on this earth. We have the possibility to use this shiny light that lives around us, above us, below us, on the side, to the right and to the left of us. This God energy, it also lives within you. And this is what it means when Jesus said, I am the light. This is my way. And this is my truth. When I started to do healing sessions, I heard this voice within me that was saying, I am the light. I am the light. And it was like it was just moving in me. I certainly, in my mind, with my logic, never thought that way about me. But I realized it was that little light within me that I was using, and it communicated with me, telling me it was there. And it was grateful and happy that I would use it and that is what you can do for you as well. You are a shiny light. You have it within it, within you. That shiny light is within everything that is alive. To a certain degree, you have it in the flowers, you have it in the animals, you have it in the grass. It lives with anything because everything that is alive to a degree 
has a way to communicate. Oh, yes. The grass is communicate with it, with other grass, straws of grass. Animals are communicating with each other. We are communicating with each other, but we are communicating to this, with this inner light within us. We are meant to do that. It is the power that we haven't understood quite yet. We are too much using the physical side of us, meaning our brains. Brains, you know, they rot. They get hurt. They dry out. They get sick. But that ability of the light lives on within you. Sorry, I had to take just a little sip of my tea, which is actually delicious. It has honey in it. And I'm getting kind of, I'm talking here. In the beginning when I did the show, I always had guests. And it was, you know, sometimes very good, sometimes it was a pain in the neck because they wouldn't stop talking. They came in and they did a lecture and, you know, I wanted to ask questions in the middle of it, but they wouldn't let me in. So people complained about that too. And they said, why don't you talk by yourself, you know? And it's harder because I have to entertain you for one whole hour. And uh, many, you know, feel they don't want to interrupt. You can, but then I forget to look at the screen and see, oh, someone is calling. Someone is calling in and wants to talk. And that's good too, but then they might not be the people who say the right things again. They might be like someone who has a different philosophy and don't agree at all. And that is good, but when the purpose is for them to stop me and not to say anything more, and I, how should I say that so it's not misunderstood? And I had this also years ago that people call in and they were more or less going to harass me. We don't see that anymore. In the beginning, to do what I'm doing now was hard. I was the only one out there. We were very few of us, and I was even ranked one of the best psychic healers in the world because we were not that many. But I think the ones who were out there, they were. We were, you know, good at what we did. And I say that always, mind you. Yeah, I know what I'm doing because it's not me doing the work. It's channeled from a higher source of power, meaning the light power. I don't do it. I'm just an instrument. I receive it and I pass it on to you. This is how I work, and this is how healers work. Of course, there are many healers out there who have gone to classes and they have learned methods. I've been asked to give lessons how to teach this, and of course I could, but... It's a matter of being able to receive. So the whole idea is, if you're taking a class or not, is to be able to receive the messages and pass them on. 
to receive the healing energy and pass on this healing energy to your client sitting in front of you or on the other end of the telephone because this is the only way I work now. It really, truly works. And I can teach you how to do it, but it's like singing. I can teach you how to sing. Well, I can't sing, so I cannot even teach you that, but I know how to do the light. We can do it together. You still have to do that personal connection yourself. Usually that personal connection happens through a private session. I had one lady who came to me several months in a row, you know, once or twice weekly. It was to heal her and it was to heal her family. And then she calls me up and says, Thank you, Helena. Now, through these many sessions with you, I've opened up and I see that I can see through my dog. (laughs) I can see, when I look at my dog, I can see his spine. I can see, you know, like you do, his kidneys and everything like this. I couldn't do that before. Then she said, in the beginning when I had these sessions with you, it was so strong that I was kind of feeling dizzy a little bit. But then I told her, it's only because you were such a good receiver. And this is why you can see so much now on your own. And this is what I mean. It's up to you. We have that natural ability within you. It's up to you to make your life. You have it in you. You are totally capable and able. So life is choices, and it's not selfish to say what's in it for me if you do it to benefit many. You also have to benefit yourself. Remember that. You count in all this. You count. Because this philosophy, what's good for me, must be good for everyone. It's very important. It means everyone benefits, you and them. Just like now, you know, you help people out there who are sick, they benefit. You feel good about it. But, you know, in all this also, you have to protect yourself because there are traps and viruses everywhere. We always have to think about what's in it for me. I have to protect myself when I'm out of thin ice. So the natural law is you get, you give. This creates a flow, a natural flow, and this is how it must be on our planet because this is the law of the universe. And this is why the population of other planets have come further with this. And this is how they can also start to use, you know, that universal power in a different way. Maybe to create these spaceships that come to visit this Earth. If you feel I'm just talking nonsense now, you just don't know. You have 
do some research. I'm not talking nonsense. I'm talking real good truth right now. This is what it is. And we have to get rid of this lack of knowledge on earth. Because the biggest enemy to this planet is ignorance. Ignorance. And, of course, the lack of love and empathy. But ignorance belongs to ignorance. And for everyone here, we're meant to grow. We're meant to move forward. So again, I believe this is a good world. I hear it every day. All these volunteers, all these professionals going out of their way to help during these coronavirus times. We see it in America, and I'm sure we see it in all countries as well. So let's stick together and fight for our lives here on earth. And let's help each other to make this a beautiful and happy and good world. So now comes the time when we are going to um, uh, meditate. And uh, if you're driving a car, stop the car <laughs> or uh, stop the the recording and just keep on, you know, either keep on driving, but don't do the meditation and the driving at the same time. I don't mean meditation. Listen to it. Even if you don't close your eyes, it can still smoothen your mind too much and you just don't pay attention. So now, in my meditations over the air, I always use the beautiful background music of Stephen Halpern. And I use one particular CD, which is called Gifts of the Angels. Gifts of the Angels. And I have people all over the world asking me, how can you buy it? And I'm sure you can go to Amazon, but it's better to go to www.innerpeacemusic.com. And also, regarding my meditation CDs, I have Stephen Halpern's music on a couple of them, but otherwise I have, uh, you know, my own music. And uh, that with these CDs, don't go to Amazon. They don't have them in stock anymore, I heard. So go directly to my website, www.speakingtoyourheart.com or www.activeail.com. A-C-T-I-V-A-L-E. But speaking to your heart is is the same site. And go to books and CDs and you will order through there and you will get them sent to your house much sooner than otherwise. So I suggest you do that. And the books... You order, you can go to my website, but through my website you go directly to Amazon. So you can go to Amazon and ask for my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality or Constant Awakening. Constant Awakening is such a sweet story. I actually love it myself, and uh, 
I think you will enjoy it. It's very, very easy to read that one, Constant Awakening. You read it like someone told me uh, that it was the easiest book he'd read. So you will enjoy it. The White Light, a Limitless Reality, you also have in Swedish to my Swedish listeners. Get it. You can get it anywhere where you buy books, please. (laughs) So get it for yourself. So uh, that is it. So now let's do the last few minutes with the meditation. And you close your eyes and relax and relax. Know that within you there is a place that knows all, hears all, sees all. And that place is called your inner light. It is the God flame within you. And it shines within you. This is what it means to be created in the image of God. It is your shining light. It also means You have all those powers available to you. Your eyes are closed and your body is relaxing and relaxing. You stretch out your body first, your feet and your legs and your arms. And now you allow your body to relax. Your feet, your legs. And the relaxing power is beginning to spread all over your body. If you are feeling sick, feel beautiful light in your body. And begin to fill your lungs with shiny light more and more and more. And as you breathe, You breathe in shiny light. And when you breathe out, you breathe out of the old and used, waiting for your new breath to breathe in new, new, healthy air, new, healthy light into your system. You are so very, very, Relax. You know that there is a place within you, a place that knows all. It is your inner light. And each time I mention that, your inner light is hearing that and gets touched. It's touched because the light likes to be remembered and likes to get the attention, your good attention. You are so very, very relaxed in this moment. And should the thought fly through your mind, you just throw that out and replace it with white. Just white, 
neutral white that goes through your thoughts and through your mind and through your body or relaxing more and more and more. I am a shiny light. I was meant to be happy. I was meant to be healthy. You shine inside of your body. Completely inside of your body. Of good health. Of strength. Of new thoughts and ideas for your future. imagination, you find yourself in a beautiful garden. This is your own imaginary garden. You are creating this garden in your mind. You can put anything in this garden. You can put Nordic pines. You can put tropical palm trees. You can put little Nordic bluebells and you can put big tropical bluebells in this garden because in your imagination everything is possible. Everything is possible in your mind filled with imagination. So relaxed and in harmony with yourself in your new world of happiness, of imagination. And at this moment, you imagine yourself something that is good for you. And you realize it is also good for everyone. You are sharing your good ideas with others, making you more and more powerful. It is important to share good ideas and feelings and love with others. It makes you feel better. It makes everyone Imagine way, way up, high above you, on this blue sky, that you see a big, big star up in the sky. A big, shiny star. It looks in one way like a moon with rays. A very yellow and rich looking moon. However, everything sparkles around this big, big star. 
light, the light in the star and in its peaks. Kind of everything is shining so much and so strongly. You just love it. You feel connected with the star. And you take a deep breath. Yes, I am a shiny star. You feel it in you. And now, in your heart, you feel connected with the star. You feel you and the star are together. And you both shine. Yes, you both shine. Very, very much together. You are in this together. You are sharing this universe with this inner light. And you just love this inner light. You love this light so much. It is there for you is listening to your wishes, is listening to your requests. And you can always say in your requests that you are grateful because this way you can share this good fortune with others in the world. You are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. I am a shiny light. This is the truth of who you are. And you are now allowing that light to shine. It is your birthright to use this light. Because that is the God power within you. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. And you just love that about you. You love that light within you. And this is what it means to love your neighbor as you love yourself. You love yourself first. Just like you put on an oxygen mask in a plane on the needy, on your child first before you put it on you. You have to be the shiny light first and help others that way. And you take a deep breath and you relax and relax and relax some more and more. garden and you have reached to the center of your garden where you have a big fountain a beautiful big white fountain and a ray of water is coming out of the base of the fountain and it's 
breaths, drops, shiny twinkling drops all over because the sun is shining and everything around you is sparkling. You walk up to the fountain and you allow the water to spread over you and it comes over your head over your shoulders and you stretch your body you feel so strong you feel you are now in balance because the light is there for you and suddenly you look up in the sky and you see this big big star as big and round as the moon is now opening up like a big, big portal. And as it does, streams of light is pouring down over the sky. And you see how it's now coming towards you. And now it is coming over you. It enters your brain cells. It comes in through your shoulders, into your spine, into your chest area, and I'm brushing off any kind of darkness. Clear, clear. Clear, clear. We clear the way. And now you take a deep breath and you feel safe and secure. You feel so fortunate. The light has poured all its power over you and you have received that into the core of your being where it has mingled with your own shiny light and you are now in the light. You feel safe and secure. You love it. You just love it. Yes, you know who you are. You are a shiny light on this earth. You are a shiny light on this earth. You know it. And it makes you so happy and grateful. And you take another deep breath. And when I count to seven, you have to open your eyes again to a new and happy and relaxed world. Number one. Number two. You take a deep breath. Your eyes are still closed. Number three. One, two, three. Four. You love the light. One, two, three, four, five. And now, number seven, you open your eyes again. You feel safe. You feel well, happy, and grateful. And this is Helena Steiner Hornstein speaking to yet again. And let's make this a wonderful world for all of us. And now, the recording, or the actual recording I do now is ending.
but I will stay for a few more minutes and just say that you can reach me at Dr. Helena Info, D-R Helena Info, short for information. So D-R Helena, my name, info at yahoo.com. This is my email address. And the website is speakingtoyourheart.com. I have books. I have CDs. I have uh, downloads for your telephone for meditations. So go to my book page, please, and visit me there. And I would love to hear you. And I do private sessions every day over the not over the air so anyone can listen because it's very private, but I do it over the Internet, over Skype and FaceTime, and, of course, over your telephone. If you want FaceTime, you have to tell me first, and I will give you that number. Otherwise, we have the number I'm calling from now, and I do the sessions from that number. All through the week, also Saturdays and Sundays, but you have to make an appointment. There is no long waiting time because I don't want that in my life. I want to have, you know, my time also. So I don't book myself weeks ahead of time. But a week ahead of time is good. You get that. <laughs> That's usually, you know, I can fit that in. So be good. Have a wonderful time. And now don't allow this dark virus to get the best of you and get out the best of us. We should not ignore it, but we should not make it the God in our lives, which we are doing now. Only God is God, and that is important to know. Do not allow anything of the darkness to be the God of your life. Have a happy time. Thank you, and goodbye, everyone. <laughs>